I'm Selena. I have my co-host Danielle joining us. And before we start our podcast, I would like to introduce a very special guest. She goes by the name of Dahlia. That is my name. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, Dahlia. This is awesome. Um, Yeah, me and Dahlia actually met back in art school Mm -hmm. during sophomore year. We were in painting class and like I always thought dolly was just like the coolest person ever like hands down i had like this like uber woman crush on you I'm just like she's amazing i had a crush on you no you didn't you lied yeah you did yes oh, it was something about dolly that really just attracted me and i didn't know why i'm just like she just there's something so like genuine about her and i don't i want to i just want to be her friend but i don't know how to be her friend i know this is this podcast it's is a just lot. about how much we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we met in art school. Uh, maybe that was wow, three, four years, three, oh three God. years ago. Them, oh, we graduated uh, two years, know, ago, four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, that's been a while. So yeah, we met back in sophomore year, and I remember you. You were just like this. I mean, you still are They're like this <laughs> vibrant person, oh. colorful hair, oh. always creating <laughs> these Rothko inspired yes. paintings. Also, um, using I I know like you used a little bit of like your spirituality mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of like helped. I don't know, helped you get to like mm-hmm. help build you to where you are now. So that was just really cool to mm-hmm. to just see, and so. Welcome again. You. you know, so glad to, so glad, and so happy to have you here finally. And what well, I was gonna say, um, yeah, I mean, there's been so much that you've been doing the past few since like art school. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're running your own business called mm-hmm. Heart and Kettle, and you're also helping others in a more spiritual aspect. And so, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited. I'm excited. <laughs> it's really exciting to meet you. She really talked a lot, like a lot of good positive things about you. Um, yes. And I'm talking to you I before the podcast, <laughs> yes, is definitely like you know, she's right. She Aww. is right. She's definitely right. You're beautiful and and out. Thank you. You're definitely. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know we like talked before the podcast, but like, um, when she did, she told me she told me that we were gonna do a podcast and. And she was gonna invite you. The first thing I said, it was like, "Oh, is, is that the one with the beautiful eyes?" Oh, that's yes. what I said, right? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, no, 
<laughs> because she sent me a picture. She sent me a picture. I was like, I'm still a dude at the end of the day. So, <laughs> so she sent me a picture. I was like, this is the girl. I was like, oh, but a long time ago, right? It's like thinking about doing an episode with her. And I was like, <laughs> and then when she mentioned, I was like, oh, is that the one with the beautiful eyes? I was like, okay, um, cool. Let's, let's do uh, it. Right? Because <laughs> we love the idea of like inviting like friends over, you know, people of the community. And like, I think that's kind of like in the direction, like, like, I want to go. I'm not sure. Then I know, like, I'm just like speaking for myself, but like, I really yeah. love having the community on the podcast. We've had a couple of like guests already, and they've been great. They're so much fun, and like, actually coming up with the questions are so much fun too. Mm-hmm. And like, just it's an interesting process. And so we're really happy to have you here. And I want to ask you is, you know, would you like to maybe introduce yourself a little bit more? You talk about your age, where you're from. Um, you don't have to say your age, but you can describe <laughs> a little yeah, bit yeah, of yourself. If I was a sophomore in college, for <laughs> um, yes, my name's Dahlia. I right now live um, in Connecticut. Um, I just kind of ended up there for like job reasons. Um, I, but I'm originally from Las Vegas. Oh gosh, I don't tell everyone that. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. It's hot as hell or cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I, I was, we were talking before I lived in California for a little bit. I lived in New York for a long time, and now I'm in Connecticut. Um, yeah. I so like Selena was saying, mm-hmm. I have a wellness business a holistic wellness business called heart and kettle and i'm an herbalist and focus on um speaking with people and helping bring healing to people on all levels of their body so like spiritually emotionally mentally physically we're really a whole being and and trying to treat all dimensions of the being um with natural plant medicines um and connecting with the earth earth energies calling in earth energies all, all that hippie <laughs> stuff you know? oh my um so yeah yeah that's what i'm what i'm you know putting pouring tons of energy to because it's, it's a whole rabbit hole like herbalism plant medicine all of it so and how's that going for you what's like the business part of it oh it, it's actually it's going really wonderfully because um I, so it's, it's very recent, uh, that I officially, cause I was working with a woman who's, uh, she's a really wonderful psychic practitioner Her name's Shannon Brand, and she owns a business called the Raven and the Wolf. Um, and so I partnered with her last summer to start doing, uh, tea blends, herbal tea blends and such. And it wasn't until just as January where like I branched out on my own and started my own brand name, got everything together and like fully launched my own company. Um, And it's, I mean, since I started, even before it was like an official thing, I've received a lot of support, a lot of great feedback. Um, Just, it's been going really, really well. It really resonates and it's just like what I want to dedicate my life to. So I've been receiving a lot of really wonderful things from people who have been clients of mine, and et cetera, et cetera. I know, definitely. Like, I see a lot of it on Instagram. And mm-hmm. would you say Instagram is, like, one of your main platforms that you've been using to, like, Yeah, for sponsor? sure. I feel like because I had already, obviously, I already had an Instagram and, like, a good following on Instagram. It's been my main marketing source. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for just like that immediate kind of like plug into your community and everything so no. yeah yeah it looks like it's really working for you mm-hmm. is that the I, only I, thing you use to market yourself instagram is that the only thing i use yeah. to market myself oh do you um, use tiktok no. too you know, tiktok is working on, for a lot of people i know believe it or not i was on tiktok you know what uh, you know what my gripe <laughs> with tiktok is is I feel like with TikTok, you have to be really good at making things super bite-sized and kind of simple and watered down for people. <laughs> like, I'm just not good at doing that. My, my So my best friend, Kaylee, who um, is, she's a wonderful healer, practitioner. She's great at TikTok. She was like plowing out, getting t- so many followers, putting out all these TikToks. But I like, uh, I just can't. It's a lot of work, right? Because TikTok, you constantly have to be putting a video like maybe two, two to three times a day for for the algorithms to actually go in your favor. Exactly. I didn't have the time to be put like putting out videos. I just it's the platform and and the communication style and everything didn't resonate with me so much. So I I mostly just, um, you know, I like, you know, boost my website try to post regularly enough on Instagram. I have a Facebook page for my business, all that stuff. And I'm also, again, like, it's still very much like I'm receiving a lot of support and a lot of like community support of people have been reaching out to me. Um, cause I have like contact forms on my website for free herbal consultations. I've had people like just from the interweb submit, whatever, um, so, so I'm kind of cool. just like going through with what I have going right now and putting a lot of time into just building the business, watering the seed, et cetera. So, oh, that's beautiful, right. dude. That's beautiful. What do you think and, you see yourself in the in the future with this? Do you think it's something that is going to be for the long run or do you think it's something that you just want to entertain for a while? Um, I think it's going to be a long term thing. Um in the future, I really see myself with like a little cottage in the mountains with like my own garden growing. Ashland, like, <laughs> yeah, Ashland, <Oregon>, yeah. <laughs> um, I always tell my friends. I, I've been saying this for the past like two years. I feel like we're Montana. I'm, well, no, I do love Montana, but <laughs> no, I really just want to be like like that like crazy witch in the woods that like nope I just I don't want to be part of civilization I just don't want any I want every now and then like a little village boy to like run to my house and be like my mother is sick and I'm like give her these herbs and then he runs away and that's no but I, I definitely this is something that um I definitely feel called to like at the core of my being I'm really meant to be working with the earth and her medicines and be like bringing people back into connection with the earth because it's so deep in like what we're made for and, and our ancestry, et cetera. But um, no, yeah, this is definitely like for the long run. It took me a long time until like last summer to finally admit to myself that I wanted to do this. Cause before I was kind of like, I don't know. I had that moment where I'm like, what do I really want to do? I want to kind of work in nature. Maybe I'll work for state parks. Maybe I'll do this or that. And I finally had a moment last summer where I was like, Dahlia, what do you really want to do? Like, don't limit yourself. What's your deepest, deepest core desire and dream? And I'm like, I want to be a freaking spiritual healer. <laughs> like, just last summer. Bring yeah it took me a long time to just get over all the barriers that we place for ourselves and 
especially the societal barriers, because these things like wellness and, and connecting with your, yourself and the earth mm-hmm. are totally, totally not supported by our culture and our society. And it's not seen as legitimate, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. So how would you say you got into, you know, um, any of this? Like where, where did it all start, I guess? Like what inspired you to go into this direction of like where you are now, if anything? Um, with your business, with your own, you know, spiritual healing, how did you start? I know it's probably like something no. to kind of like go back into time and like think about it. Yeah, it's, um, gosh, it's kind of like asking like, how did you get where you are in life? And it's like, oh, it's kind of just a chain reaction of mm-hmm. a lot of things that sort of blossom and form out of what came before it. I feel like it was really, um, yeah, just through my own, that this is going to sound super basic and cliche of saying like my own journey but really from my own uh spiritual journey my own path and yeah my my own healing that has brought me deeper and deeper down this rabbit hole to where it kind of through my own healing and and my own self-work and shedding layers of of you know illusions of self and and societal this and that like really shedding all the layers and getting closer to my own authentic sense of self mm-hmm. and oh, please. Oh, please. I'm so sorry, sorry. I mean, it looked like I was just having a panic attack or something I'm so sorry did you see that Daniel a little bit I'm sorry I just I had that it's like the spirits are like you're trying to smell it and smell it you're addicted to the smell um yeah and just through my own path I found um and also being like in my early 20s when you're asking yourself the question of like what what is my drive what are my goals where do I want to go in life this that and the other thing and um asking myself like what can I really see myself doing as a career what really deeply resonates for me what's something that I will never get tired of and it's really this path and this path of healing and learning and reconnecting with yourself reconnecting with with other human beings and all of that and so just really like finding my place with that how did you like I know you you just said you know you kind of question yourself but like Mm -hmm how did you do it? Like, or did you just kind of like, do, did you do writing or did you like meditate on it? Like, how did you really ask yourself? So <laughs> this is where like metaphysical things come into play. Okay. This podcast is going to be a little weird. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We've had some no, we, We're all about um, that. Yeah. So yeah, so part of my practices um, all connect and, and channel with different like spirits, different guides, this and that. And um, last year, I was feeling definitely just very um, stuck and stagnant, and I I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do because one corporate America, I'm not even going to go into that. I just cannot. It stands against everything that I stand for. I can't. I can't join that societal formula I never could have um and going to art school and I I was a painter and a sculptor and I would tell myself like oh like I never was gonna I never wanted to like make money from my paintings and sell my paintings I did my paintings because for a whole other thing for a whole other reason not for profit and I was like, well, maybe I could do something in the art world and, you know, work with art. Um, this is talking about the times after, like, post-college. Mm-hmm. 
and I had some internships and I did some art jobs and I'm like this is just corporate America but with art (laughs) and it didn't fully resonate for me and I'm like you know I I'm very much someone where for my career I need to be like it's like all or nothing I really need to be my full heart needs to be in it Um, and not everyone's like that some people could work a job that they hate just to support themselves doing whatever they want outside Mm -hmm. of that job I can't do that I too much of my energy goes into my job and my career Um, I really need to love it and so I was kind of floundering of like I don't like the available art jobs to me aren't really resonating at the same time I was also shifting my creative focus from visual art into a lot of these spiritual practices so I wasn't even gravitating towards the art world in general Mm -hmm. um and so it was like the spring of 2020 when I was really like what do I want to do with my life and so I did a tarot reading for myself and um I, I did a tarot reading and basically my guides were like, look, you need to, uh, sit down and write a list of what in life makes you feel full, what experiences, experiences in life make you feel like you are fully embodying who you are, what's completely in alignment with you, what makes you feel present, like like what moments in life make you feel that that spark where you're like, yes, like this is it. Like this is who I am kind of thing. I feel inspired to go right now. And I sat down and I started yes. I started writing this list and I thought it would be a longer list, but it wasn't. <laughs> and I was like, um, nature, plants, uh, spirituality. Um, to be able oh, to to be able to read um, somebody like that. Did you uh, take any classes or is all all those things come naturally to you? Um, So I didn't take any classes, although there are a lot of really psychological classes or anything like that. So I read a lot of books. Um, I read books from spiritual teachers and from psychological, uh, like, you know, psychologists, this and that, Um, because the spiritual journey is both like working with the unseen world and also working a lot with your own psyche and and your own inner stuff happening right so the psychological journey the spiritual journey really hand in hand so I did read books on that I listened to a lot of podcasts and especially um particularly you're asking about like tarot readings how to do tarot readings Mm -hmm. yes um tarot readings I learned from um you just like researching a lot online, listening to podcasts of them going through talking about the tarot, doing my own meditations and kind of like, because intuition, everyone, everyone can channel, honestly, everyone can be their own psychic, everyone can have everyone has intuition. It's really just a muscle that you have to work at. And so I kind of just did that. And through practice and learning, and, you know, the more you get the crap in your mind out of the way, the the better you can hear your inner voice. And when you learn what your own energy feels like and sounds like, then you can start to pick up on when other energies are, are kind of pushing themselves okay. into your brain and speaking with you. Yeah. Have you talked um, to anybody that has energy that is really, really bad and you're an odds on the energy? Um, yes. <laughs> Um, no, but somebody of, that asks for a reading and then you just see that uh, energy 
and you're like, oh shit, how, how can I handle this? Or how can I tell him or tell her? Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've given readings for people that had bad energies on them. Um, and depending on the person, I'll word it in a certain way that I think they will receive yeah or, or they won't be like freaked out by it um or I'll clear the energy if I'm able to um and I've, I've spoken with people that they themselves just had really spooky negative energy and usually um for some reason or another the reading doesn't happen like they like something weird happens with them and I, I don't give them a reading which I'm like relieved about um but yeah you i mean you encounter all sorts of all sorts of people um i was gonna ask you you mentioned like you've listened to podcasts Mm -hmm. and you know read books do you what what have been like some of those podcasts and books that you've you know yeah um so particularly um like spiritually oriented ones i so the podcasts psychic teachers i am, I am on psychic, teachers. psychic teachers is awesome super wholesome it's basically just these two southern women <laughs> and they are what they sound like like a any topic under the sun they really go into it and talk a lot their voices about are it. so soothing they're so cute they're so especially cute. samantha <laughs> i like <laughs> deb a lot um psychic teachers was a big one and i liked them a lot because they spoke from their own experiences but then they also went and do all this research kind of for you <laughs> and like explain all this stuff to you that, but they also have they brought in like um, Samantha, she brought in like her Catholic side into it, which mm-hmm. was kind of yeah, yeah. Her she she's Christian and that like speaks to a wide audience. Um, also, there's uh, Medicine Stories um, is a great podcast uh, by Amber Magnolia Hill. Um, Medicine Stories interviews a lot of really fantastic healers. Where can you um, find it? Just on regular podcasting, like on the podcast app, or I listen to them on Spotify. There's also, um, and this is getting more into like, so I listen to a lot of lectures. I, I'll listen to lectures by um, this Zen Buddhist, and his name is Adishante. He's really great. Um, Pema Chodron is great. Someone who's super, super accessible when it comes to teachings about like going into yourself and such are is um, Ram Das And there's a podcast called uh, Here and Now, Ram Ram Das podcast, like whatever. You could just look up Ram Das here and now. And it comes up and it's literally recordings of his lectures. Um, and uh, so I've also read books by Eckhart Tolle. I did a lot of research into um, Jung's, like the psychologist, uh, Carl Jung, who, who did a lot with the unconscious. I also like myself went to like therapy and did a lot of subconscious work in myself. My artwork was a huge thing with like reflections in my unconscious. So it's kind of like doing a whole workshop on yourself and just whatever resonates for you, just going after that. Um, Yeah, but we kind of segued, but like, yes, I made a list (laughs) (laughs) of things that that resonated for me. And that really narrowed stuff down where, where my guides were like, okay, look, this is what you deeply love. Now, what is available for you in the world to make this a sustainable way of living for you? And they, I was also pulling a lot of cards that were like, stop putting limiting beliefs on yourself. Stop limiting yourself. If you can shoot for the stars, like if you could have anything you want, 
what would it be and the universe will show up for you and oh, that's beautiful. i was like beautiful mentality. Oh, i don't like maybe i want to like work in a state park or maybe i want like i was still in unconscious ways limiting myself and um after i ended up uh taking a hefty dose of mushrooms about <laughs> 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 five and a half grams <laughs> and um to figure what i wanted out, like out of my life um i ended up calling my friend at one point being like oh my god do not take mushrooms to figure out your life this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> but, Jeez, but it was really beautiful is i don't know you you recommended <laughs> me to try mushrooms i think everyone should i don't know <laughs> i'm kind of scared after hearing you talk like no this, no nothing to be scared of it's complete mushrooms are completely safe completely they're safe, safe. But there's a lot of personalities out there that are not ready for that ride. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's really about your mental space. Very much. I, no, I definitely do agree. Like everyone's kind of not, I want to say pushing me to um, try alternative, like I guess, um, um, what's it called? Medicines, I guess in a way. Mm -hmm. I, would, I guess I can refer to that. And for me, it's like, I just don't feel myself ready for like the mm -hmm. longest, you know, it's like people are just like, why haven't you explored that kind of it's like fine. aspect of yourself or like that kind of like ask just aspect, you know, like, why haven't you? I'm surprised, you know, at your age, everyone's like <laughs> doing it or everyone's doing this and that. And it's like, I don't have that calling for it. That's totally fine. You know, it, if you don't resonate with it, then don't, don't do it. Simple as that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if it ever like come, like when, when and if it were ever to come into your path, mm -hmm. it will, and it'll resonate for you. Okay. Um, yeah, but after that mushroom trip, a friend of mine um, was at, was texting me like, "Oh, you're looking for some jobs. Like, let me know what you're looking for, and I'll ask around." And that's when it just like I was still in like the after, you know, like I still kind of had mushrooms brain, <laughs> and it, brain. it all just clicked where I was like, you know what? what do I, and, and this friend of mine who was texting me, she's a psychic practitioner. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's, uh, she's a psychic practitioner and um, fully supports herself and everything and does that whole thing. And I was texting her and I was, it clicked for me and I'm like, you know what? Like, this is what I want to do. I want to help bring people back into connection with themselves. I want to, anyone who's searching to be on this path, I want to help facilitate that. And I kind of like the herbalism aspect of it, which I had already been kind of doing a lot of research in, just completely clicked and it all was like floodgates where as soon as that switch flipped for me, everything lined up and it was just like, it happened super quickly. Oh my gosh. And, and that's what it is where the universe is really just waiting for you to figure it out. And once you do, and once you're on that flow, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Like they just line it all up for you. Oh my gosh. Just like hearing you. It's like, I, I know I talked to you about this earlier. Like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in, I, I feel like I'm going more towards that more spiritual um, mm -hmm. aspect of myself as well. And like, I can feel my spirit guides talking to me mm -hmm. and it's not even like a verbal um, co uh, right. connection it's more of like physically like yeah. I feel them mm -hmm. like I remember this one time I was I was working two jobs last summer and I knew one of them just wasn't doing it for me like I wasn't happy mm -hmm. it didn't seem like things I don't know like it was making good money but it's like this is not where I need to be like there's just I, I don't know and so what I've noticed is my spirit guides will like talk to me by um 
like they'll vibrate in my, in my spine. Yeah. I know so yeah. I know they do. I have experienced so, the same thing. I, <laughs> the thing is, and it's like it only happened when I started to realize that this job isn't for me, but I was mm. still there. So I felt like my spirit guides were just like, you need to get out. Shaking you. Yeah. You need to get out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and like sometimes I would talk to it. And it was so weird. I'm no, like, it's in not. the basement. I'm like, I'm like, okay, guys, I know you're trying to tell me something. I, I don't know what it is right now, but I gotta get back to work. So if, <laughs> if you want, we can talk about this later. Mm-hmm. But it was so weird. And then like the moment I quit, they just stopped. It stopped. Yeah. It stopped. And now that I'm back to working um a similar job, I would say they're back at it again and it's kind of like in the way like during work while I'm working I feel my bike my my bike my bag just vibrating and it's like oh man like it might be just stress you're stressing out it could be stress manifesting in the body and I think it could be both (laughs) it could be um how your body's holding stress and your your response to that particular kind of stress and you being intuitive and in tune with that um, but it's also important to take that as like a higher sign of them telling you. I think both comes with it, right? Yeah, it's the, I definitely agree. It's like a, a higher message being delivered and how that message is manifested into your body, you know? Um, That's actually a good way to look at it. I didn't look at it exactly like that. I was just kind of like, okay, they're talking to me. They're trying to tell yeah, me something. I mean, I, I have it when, if they're talking to me, just in general, my whole head will get tingly and the top of my spine will get tingly. And, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah whatever it, it manifests for people in different ways and people also like see hear feel whatever in all different ways but it's important to just get yeah like to to recognize that it's happening and mm-hmm. to start getting in tune with with how it translates for you like what your guys secret code is because oh it's kind of like yeah. playing charades <laughs> with them which is why exactly i'm like i'm just remembering the last time it ever happened and it was during a time where i was just not happy mm-hmm. and i'm like okay like maybe it's that's what they're trying to tell me now is to like let go of this like Mm -hmm. stop trying to like push yourself to or overwork yourself because you know I have two jobs and it's it's not extremely like a lot but it feels like a lot at the same time where I don't have the freedom to do whatever I want on my weekends Mm -hmm. and I don't know I I gotta just I don't know what to do right now I'm just kind of like I want to feel I want to just I want to give this job a few more months just because I just moved out and I kind of need to get back on track financially for a little bit. And, but I want to also like acknowledge myself and not overstress myself. So I'm like, okay, you know, just uh, while I'm working, maybe think of something else to do that resonates with me. Like you mentioned, maybe I'll do some writing and really like, you know, see what, I can do my what are my options honestly so I think when we feel that something's off or something's not resonating like if you feel like your current job situation isn't resonating the best thing we can do is to recognize that so then we can be open to the new opportunities that are coming our way you know so it doesn't mean that like you need to act now Mm -hmm. but to be aware be aware of those intuitions be aware of what you need and and that's a great idea to like ask yourself like okay what are my needs what what kind of lifestyle do I want to leave so that you can better identify an opportunity that might pop up that'll better match and resonate with that you know Mm -hmm. um yeah it's really just doing a whole dance with them and and this and that oh my god i think you (laughs) might be taking too much stress 
it is unnecessary stress. I think you you think about that day and you overthink that day and you take that stress in and it's not necessary. Well, you know what it is? I just haven't worked, you know, like right now my schedule is like all over the place just because of the nanny job. I'm not working every day, but it's like um, now, right? Like this morning, you know, I got up at like, you know, five something a.m. And I didn't get home till like 6 p.m. So that's mm-hmm. like 12 hours or a little bit over, yeah, a little bit over 12 hours of my day that I, that I didn't kind of like use for myself. It was more for someone else and their business. And I didn't like, part of me just feels so like, it just doesn't sit well for me. You know, I'm, I'm like, I've been doing a lot more for myself the past few months. Ever since I quit the other job, I've just been kind of like, Spending the time with my dog, spend the time with myself and my loved ones on the weekends. And that makes me happy. Even just being home by myself makes me happy. You know, like I had the chance to just be with myself. And so now that I don't have that same kind of like um, availability, it's like, I feel like I don't feel like myself anymore. I feel mm-hmm. lost. I actually feel more lost than ever mm-hmm. right now. So that's something I need to work on. <laughs> um, I'll figure something out, guys. Don't worry. Like I told you, uh, I think it was the day, it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. It's like the Do biggest thing that you, the biggest thing that you actually own, the fact that you know these things. So you already know what, what really is causing the problem. And that's the biggest thing. You know, people actually, when they recognize yeah, the problem, like the being aware step. of what's yeah, the okay. problem, what's causing your stress. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing because sometimes we think we know, but we really, really don't know what's really going on deeply and what's causing your stress or what's causing that that mindset of being so overwhelmed with these things. No, I definitely do agree. Well, like I said, I'm going to work on it, guys. Don't worry. I'll, I'll update you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm tra- there's a lot of there's a lot of new changes going on right now. Too much that I just like can't wrap my head around it just because it's like just overwhelming to think about it. But I know I always, I always felt like things are placed in my path or like right now in my path, like things are the way they are because I need to experience them. I need to um, just learn from them and, you know, and so on and so on. But don't worry guys, I'll keep you posted. We'll see you in a <laughs> but going back to you, Dahlia, I wanted to ask you actually about your spiritual practice. What is it like? How do you? Oh my God. <laughs> I know, I know. These questions, I feel like no, they're it's okay. they're simple, no, but I know it's a lot. Like, yeah. like how? What is your spiritual practice at the moment mm. for yourself? Oh my gosh, where do you start? <laughs> <laughs> What's my spiritual practice? What is it in the moment right now? Um, what mm. is working for you? So I think a big aspect uh, of spiritual practice is becoming uh, self-aware of your egoic patterns, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Ego, like capital E, ego, the human construct of our identity, Um, because we all have constructed identities based off of, you know, uh, how we were raised and our environments, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. cultural things, whatever, Um, and really stripping those illusions down (laughs) kind of going through like a thousand deaths you know um so that's always uh, a big theme of recognizing 
gosh, this is like such a huge topic that I'm trying. No, it is. No, I'm so sorry. No, it's totally. I, I saw it in your face. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, I can only imagine. Like that's like me. That's like someone asking me like my studio practice, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's always constantly evolving, you know? Yeah. And so I can only assume. And it just has to do with like so many topics that I feel like you can't like just dive in the middle. Um. What is my spiritual practice? My spiritual practice is about um shedding whatever is in the way of of me realizing my my deepest connections <laughs> that's like because we all are already these like heavily incredibly cosmic connected beings the only thing that think that makes us think we're not is our own constructions of ego, which gives us what's called the illusion of separation. <laughs> right? so, Elaborate for so, us, please. Well, so the illusion of separation is is just that it's it's an illusion, right? And so us thinking that we so are like self sabotage in a way, like I don't know, like does it fall into that or I don't know. Self sabotage is part of it. It's it's kind of like. Um, so I can say like all is one, right? Mm-hmm. And people can understand like, yeah, like technically all is one, like something comes from the other thing, whatever. But on a deep unconscious level and on an emotional level, we don't act like all is one, right? Mm-hmm. If you talk to a tree, you think you're you and you think that's the tree it's and that's all thing. just an illusion. Mm-hmm. That's not even tree and you're not you. It's all just it all just is. Okay, because we gave it to be like it's that human construct that we gave ourselves to kind of yeah to separate. Yes. Okay. It, it, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Oh God, it's so <laughs> it's so hard to to, to really um like I'm trying to take like so much and <laughs> bottle it up. But, um. So so yeah, my spiritual practice is really just honestly doing my own healing which is a lifelong thing because Mm -hmm. humans have not evolved to a point uh, to raise children without traumatizing them. (laughs) Like quite literally from like, you know, like psychologists will talk about this where like we cannot raise kids without traumatizing them in some way. It doesn't have to be some horrible life experience that happens. It could be as simple as you're a crying baby and mom doesn't show up immediately. That's mm-hmm. a trauma that happens. Like your brain is so shocked by that, that it, it's traumatized and it starts forming all these complexes. Your brain starts making all these assumptions. It starts constructing an, a lens for how to view the world based off of those things. right? And so a lot of my spiritual practice has to do with going into like deep unconscious work deep inner healing healing things in myself things that were imposed on me healing generational trauma healing ancestral trauma um I I mean I've talked to Selena Mm. a lot about this I'm like a such a mutt but I am I'm Mexican-American and there's like this uh oh gosh the line of family history coming from those ancestors of mine is so traumatic and it just how I can see how that trauma whatever is not healed in us we unconsciously project onto our children in some form or another and how it's just passed down and passed down and healing that and yeah it's really it's just all about healing and breaking through 
these, these veils that we create. And each time I pull down a veil and, and I'm able to break through it, I like experience such an incredible, incredible sense of, of connection and understanding until, you know, you run into the next veil. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. yeah. And, um, I'd say lately my, my practice has been really focused on just, um, like presence and understanding that finding find exercising the ability to hold this uh higher spiritual perspective and spiritual understanding of the world while also holding space for my my human emotions and my human needs and um just really like holding both where maybe I'm feeling pain over a situation and I'm holding space for that but at the same time, from a spiritual perspective, I understand why this situation needs to happen. I understand the healing that's happening from that situation. I understand that the only reason I'm feeling pain is because of my own human attachments, which are based in illusion. You know, So I see the whole game that's happening from this higher perspective, but that doesn't just mean that I cast aside the pain that I'm feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's about holding space for both the human pain while also having a foot in this higher perspective and just literally like when when you're in the middle like that all you can do is just sit and be present and just watch both, both sides, sides. Both yeah sides. yeah it's been um a lot <laughs> <laughs> you know what to circle back to something that you said in the, the middle of your conversation and uh about the way we raise our kids right and then we reflect some of our trauma into our kids right we're we're, we're basing in this new era that we have more information um especially with the internet right and there's more information that you can grab into that you're more aware of, of what's affecting uh certain uh kids the way we grew grew up and the way they're growing up right now right and then finding the balance between where like raising your a son or daughter to be soft or wearing uh, like raising them to be tough right mm -hmm. this is and what the balance of that is i think where it gets confused right because i was raised i was raised to be tough i was right. raised to face the world that is going to be harsh against you because of your race because of uh, the way you grew up or the way your color is or um, you were just facing a different way, right? Uh, growing up in a, I want to say a ghetto mentality or growing up in so-called hood. Um, you were, you were just faced on your parents teaching you that you had to be hard. You had to be tough. That's the only way. And the thing is, is like by the way they teach you these things and by them being hard on you. Mm -hmm. and holding you back from certain potentials that you might have, right? And now in days, kids are growing up, and sure, they're faced in, in this little bubble of like, yes, we're going to uh, appreciate your potential and appreciate that you have the ability to learn these things, but then you are also facing themselves of being soft because they, when they get out in the real world, that's not the way the real world really works because the real world is really tough the real world will give you and will break you down will hit you will fucking will do a lot of things against you that will everything that you just 
teach them is it would just crumble on you. So the balance between those things is the thing that I think a lot of us are fighting, right? If we're like, we end up like having kids, it's like, how would I teach my kid to face these things? You know, I want to make sure they're tough enough to be able to go on their own and face these things and head on and also have the creativity of like knowing that you can do what you want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's a tough one. When you were talking about that, actually, like, you know, it, it, it ringed that on me. Yeah, I, um, it's really tough. And, you know, a big part of that is in order to teach and to raise children in that way, the parent needs to be highly emotionally self-aware. And the parent kind of needs to figure that out for themselves. Emotionally and, balanced. That's a hard one, right? Or emotionally yeah, balanced. Emotionally balanced, emotionally self-aware, have the ability to, to communicate really well, have a lot of like um, psychological understanding of things. I, and this goes back to holding space for two polarities, right? Where, um, so for example, uh, this is like a, a message that I got recently from my guides, um, where uh, I, I was kind of meditating on a relationship of, of mine from childhood that was, that experience, there's a lot of trauma in that relationship, but then there's also a lot of like really beautiful aspects of that relationship and i feel like our human minds our brains um which are very simple things they're very simple problem solving tools right there's a big saying like in the you know a lot of spiritual teachers say that the mind is a wonderful tool a terrible master and in our western culture we've definitely made the brain our master <laughs> and our brains really like facts they like something to be either this or that either good or bad, or, you know, this is, this is good for you. This is bad for you. Like very black and white. And I was feeling that struggle of like, you know, working through this, this trauma that I had with somebody and, you know, being like, but, but feeling conflicting feeling. Cause I'm like, but I love this person like this happened, but I love this person so deeply. And then I just had this like moment, this huge insight where my guides were like, why can't it be both? Like, why can't you hold both at the same time where you can hold the love and the beauty and the wonderful memories with this person while also recognizing and the dark sides and the hurt, like human beings and human emotions and human relationships are so complex. And it's, it's possible for it to be both. And I think that's a really hard concept to teach to children where when, when talking to them about the world and teaching them that the world can be both, you know, and that it can be a space that can really nurture you and help you grow and be wonderful, but also to teach them that there are people who are disconnected from their compassion. There are people there are situations and there are a lot of things in the world and i'm oh, sorry internet connection is a little spotty um oh here we go again i'm sorry hello can you hear us yeah you probably have to repeat that again if you don't mind we, we, we froze for a quick second that's okay what what did it where did i leave off 
um i'm not sure i was like yeah. you froze for a second <laughs> you froze for a second i was so intrigued by your conversation that i, <laughs> okay. I froze yeah, too it's, it's definitely it's just a hard thing to to really um help nurture kids and and support them through them understanding that the world can be a whole spectrum a whole mm-hmm. spectrum of things and mm-hmm. i think a lot of parents get stuck in their own realities of what they've experienced in the world. So they're saying to their children, the world is this way. Yeah. And then kids go out and find out that the world is actually it's not even a like that. Thing. It's a whole yeah. different thing. Yeah. So I think it's about the parent being self-aware of not projecting onto the child while also providing the child the wisdom that they have, but still giving that room for the child to be their own being. Like they are their own human beings, you know? So that's a whole, it's a whole animal to get into. Like you and I are probably like from different generations, right? Mm. Um, when I was uh, being raised in the nineties, mid nineties, um, I was raised to be able to survive on my own as a 14 year old, mm-hmm. right? Being out there and fucking working and going to school and face with people being harsh uh, against anything that you do, right? F- face to those things, bullies, like, you know, like, uh, shit like that. Like, you know, and nowadays I feel like those kind of things are not faced the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people like even cyberbullying, you know what I mean? Like you see it and you, know, and you, and I, and I, for me, when I see it, I trip out. It's like, why would you let somebody fucking get down on you when somebody, you don't even know them. The, and then, and I was raised when when the only person that can hurt you is somebody that knows you, and somebody that actually emotionally you're attached to, somebody that can tell me something online or in person that I don't know has no power over me. The only person that will have power over me is somebody that I actually let in right. into my into to your soul, right? And that's your family or whatever. But I have a hard time seeing it, like. Like, you know, people getting bullied online, people being sensitive about these things. I have a hard time understanding those things because I wasn't raised in that era or in this particular era when people are just super soft about um, people saying a certain thing. You're triggered about a certain word. You're triggered triggered about a statement. You're triggered about anything. You know what I'm saying? You post something, everybody's so sensitive about anything. When it's so easy by just sliding it out out of your whatever your life, so easy, mm-hmm. and people are so consumed about commenting on whatever it is because you're upset about it and you disagree with it. And to me, it's just like, dude, you just don't see it and just fucking slide over to the other side. Yeah, I um, hmm. social media has and you know like widespread information through the internet it's really created a whole culture where i feel like a lot of younger generations are growing up feeling like they're constantly on a stage being watched because they're constantly broadcasting their life to the world whereas before there was way more privacy so yeah like you grew up you didn't care who thought what about you (laughs) To this day, I still don't. It's a different reality. Yeah, Yeah. it's a different reality as opposed to growing up and feeling like everybody's watching you. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and then you are like, it creates this um, anxiety about what image you're putting out into the world and, you know, who you are, your, your aesthetic that you're catering to the world. It's, it's a whole, um, yeah, social anxiety trip that, that starts that. And as far as like information and sensitivity, I feel like there's a whole information war going on and I feel like it's like um people are a little overloaded <laughs> with like information and um I, and we would think there's no such thing as too much information but I feel like there's <laughs> uh, too much simulation way to hit it at the park right there so nowadays, you know. I feel like it goes back to um yeah like self-awareness <laughs> of you know there are times when i see people you know even in person and they might say something and me being intuitive enough to feel is this person receptive is this person looking okay. for a conversation then mm -hmm. i can have a conversation with them or i can look at someone and say they're not receptive they're in their own reality they're not looking to alter it so i'm gonna i'm just gonna keep going you know, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people, I mean, human beings, this is the history <laughs> of human beings, where they just want to impose their own views, point of view, culture to the other. Is my you opinion know? or is nothing, right? Yeah, it's, and that's, it goes back to our illusion of reality, our illusion of identity, because if you say something that is counter to somebody else's reality, psychologically, unconsciously, that shakes their identity and that shakes their reality. And people don't like that. It's very uncomfortable for them because they're like, oh my God, no, this is the world. This is reality. Yeah. What, what you just said is wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> you know? Would that be ego then? Yes, it's entirely ego. It's a super <laughs> ego thing, right? It's a super yeah. ego thing. Yeah. And again, it's not like egotistical full of themselves, but it's, it's, their constructed reality that they've built for themselves depending on all sorts of factors and how they're raised their culture projections, projections of self identity whatever all sorts of things that build up this mental structure the lens that they view the world in and people again they like very black or white thinking and um they want their way to be the way it's very hard to find someone who's actually open-minded and willing to let their to reality listen. change because for them to be willing to let their reality change, that means they're willing to let their identity die and reform into something else. It's an, oh, it's an ego interesting death. Way of seeing it. And, um, do you think you, do you think when it comes, do you think when it comes to those things, like, um, you actually had to be fixed, physically like involved with a person like, um, like knowing them physically, like, face to face like when it comes to social media right we because pe people are really not seeing each other right mm. um is it a like a big thing that people can hurt themselves or hurt somebody without knowing them because going back to what i said it was like the only person that the only people that can hurt me are people that are close to me right but they're physically here right but when you let somebody in when you let somebody in and you let let like let them in your life and share those things, share things about yourself, right? Then they have the power, even if they're not phys physically there, they have the power to actually hurt you or say something that could be hurtful because now they know you know you, right? Um, 
I came to, uh, I don't really know Selena personally, like uh, in person. But we talk, we talk so much that we feel like we know personally, like, you know, I see her like a, like a younger sister. Right. Mm -hmm. And I tell her a lot of things about myself Mm -hmm. that she could actually say something that could be hurtful because I already gave her that power over me. Like a real relationship. Yeah. We have a relationship about like brother and sister kind of deal. Right. So Mm -hmm. now she, I gave her. By me sharing those things emotionally, like I give her the power of be able to say something that can hurt me, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when when do you think you can balance those things when it comes to those those things? If it, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm being confusing. I'm sorry. No, no, I I think um it's hard to understand. I get I I don't mean to keep repeating myself when you're like literally sitting in a different reality, right? And um, because I think what it comes down to is people who are um, hurt or offended or self-conscious about something, let's say they're cyberbullying and they're hurt by that. Mm-hmm. I think um, it can be for a lot of reasons why they're hurt by that. But a lot of times it might come down to their own confidence in themselves and how how like strong they are in like, yeah, just that like self-knowing, that self-confidence, that that inner um, security and how easily that's shaken, right? And um, where your vulnerable spots are. And some people have more vulnerabilities than others. Some people have wider windows for vulnerability than others. And that, you know, um, yeah, I, uh, oh gosh, I'm starting to lose my train of thought, but I, I think it does come, I think it comes down to that. And, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, especially, um, so I feel like me and Selena were kind of like at the end of a generation that's not so heavily plagued by that. But even kids, like a couple, I call them kids, like, (laughs) you know, like people who are like in their like 20 years and younger um, are definitely in that generation. And I think a big part of it is from when you're a kid being raised in social media, if you're like 12 years old, oh my God, middle school, worst years. <laughs> it's so self-conscious. <laughs> yes. so Even for and me, if, yeah. And like, if you're raised, if you're a 12 year old, you don't know who you are. You're super self-conscious. You like are trying to figure yourself out. I, there is no so, like confident 12 year old. I won't believe it. <laughs> you know? You're so sensitive. And yeah. you're raised in this like, in in a in the realm of social media where you feel like you're on display and kids at at that age are so cruel and so critical because they're so critical of themselves and so they they lash out at others and I feel like that if you're raised like that from when you're young can very quickly just like really cause that social anxiety and that self-doubt and and that sensitivity towards what strangers think of you online, you know? That is so true. That is so like true. They're just not aware of things anymore because their reality is just projected off of, like, what they see on the, You know, it's very media. It's all about the media. Yeah. And so they just have a huge projection off of that and not the reality of, like, awareness of their surroundings or mm-hmm. people around them. Jeez. I guess we're all just screwed. Yeah, well, we shouldn't yeah. have kids, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's really noticing, like... What, what areas are uncomfortable in my life? What areas am I being hurt? What areas this and that? 
and just ask yourself why like and just starting to follow those breadcrumbs and see where it leads and like oh does it lead back to this and oh well and usually it leads to like oh it was because that time when I was two years old and dad made fun of me for yeah. that I've been self-conscious ever since <laughs> <laughs> you know but um yeah just just really asking yourself why and just going down like lifting the layers and being like oh well it's because of this well no why like what's deeper what's behind that yeah you pull back that on yes. what's behind that pull back and you just it's never ending you know yeah, yeah go, I, I, go, go ahead i'm sorry I'm so sorry to cut you off. Like I, I know. Like talking to Dahlia, like even just like a what, like a month ago when I went over to Alana's house, mm-hmm. you were there, and I was like just kind of like opening up about these like feelings that I just don't know like why I'm feeling them, and like just having you ask me these questions, like you know about my past, I'm just like oh, like kind of really got me thinking. I'm like, is it? because of my past like is that why I'm, I am the way I am right now like because I haven't like acknowledged it or like healed that part of me you know I do feel like I have this like abandonment issue that I don't know how to overcome and I feel like I just realized it and but like now thinking about it I see where it has presented itself in my life you know from you know childhood to now and how like I'm now more aware of it and it's because I've spoken to like someone who's open-minded or, you know, people who are just kind of like, um, yeah, like I said, open-minded. And so I don't know. I, I don't know where I was going with this. I just, I, I think your circle is just very important, you know, yeah. in your own growth. And yes, community is super important for helping expand it because that's self-reflection, right? They're going to bounce sure. things back at you. I make sure that my closest friends are people that are like very self-aware, intelligent people that will call me out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, one of my best friends, he, he, I always say, Scott, I'm ah, like, Scott, Scott is probably the only person that knows me better than I know myself. And there's definitely been times when he's like, you know, Dahlia, I think you do this thing because of this. And I'm like, you know, I see what you're saying, Scott, but no, I really don't think so. And this is why I don't think why, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward a couple of years and I'm like, oh, I do that thing because of this. <laughs> and Scott's like, uh-huh. No, I've been well, watching yeah, has been doing that actually <laughs> lately. I'm just like, oh, you know, stressing over things. And she's just like, I think you're projecting right now. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's why you feel really bad about mm-hmm. this and that. And I'm like, Oh, you're right. Let me just, but I'm gonna go cry now, okay? But it's so important. And I'm not saying yeah. like spend your days just like lingering in your past. But I think when you notice a repeated pattern, or if you want to work something out with yourself, if you want to, it's literally like herbalism or treating like holistic things, um, where you have to find the root of what's going on there, and you really need to treat the root of it. And once you can start understanding the root a lot of times just understanding where something comes from makes it go away because now it's not playing out unconsciously anymore now it's like oh that's why I see that I understand it and sometimes it dispels itself other times when it doesn't it makes it way easier to identify work with it and work through it because you're not being controlled by your unconscious mind you know your mind projecting these whatever psychological traumas and so it's not about just being in your past but it's more about understanding your shit knowing know thyself you know 
so that you can actively grow and alchemize the life that you want for yourself you know get your own blocks we're really just blocking ourselves 99% of the time moving those out of the way so we can really embody who we truly are you know so what you're telling me is I should go quit my job (laughs) 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 going going back to what you said before um and and going back to I said something before as well um being okay with yourself and loving yourself will um, keep you strong enough to actually take criticism, even from the people you let in. Um, I was I was stopping myself from like sharing emotions or letting people in in my life because every time I was being hurt, it will bring me down, right? Not until I actually started loving myself and, and and owning what I am and knowing that who I am is that's what it is, you know. Just just being just being in love with myself. Mm-hmm. Not to sound cocky or anything like that, right? No. no. But not until I actually learn those things that when I, I started letting more people in. Sure mm-hmm. it's a small circle, but I, I started letting people in. Sure when they hurt me. It hurts, but it doesn't last long because then I'll be like, I'll kind of di- digest whatever it is. And they'll be like, okay, this is about this. You know, it was an emotional moment. And then I just let go. Yeah. And it won't last, to, to be honest, it won't last more than 12 hours. Yeah. Because I just let go. I was like, oh, that person hurt me. If it's big enough, I'll let that person know. This is what you did against me. This is what you did. You know what I'm saying? And that's wrong or whatever. But you got a communication, right? But then I would just let it go. If that person says sorry or I apologize, whatever. Say they say it or they don't say it. I'm okay with it because I already own it in myself that I'm okay with it. But it took a long time to actually put that in myself. Even if somebody can hurt me it will be okay because I'm okay with myself, right? Mm. But somebody still has the ability to do those things because you let them in, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, going back to those two things. Yeah, you know, um, so like psychologically, uh, our human emotions, the chemical process of, you know, these emotions that are firing off only last 90 seconds. And when they last longer than that, it's because we're holding on to a story that's prolonging the emotions. Exactly. And, and so that's where it's really useful to know why, like what's hurting you, why, what, you know, to know your story so that you can let it go to, to release that, to release that attachment instead of burning in it and lingering in it. We really keep ourselves in this place through that attachment and when when you know those stories you're able to just let these things flow through you while also i like you brought i like that you brought up the fact of communication because communicating your boundaries and communicating an instance that happened if it's called for you know um is really important super important um so like you know i'm not saying like what whatever happened to you just get over it you know we all have our personal boundaries we have our standards for how we want to be treated and we find those boundaries through self-love 
and self-worth. But it's, you know, when people do hurt us or this happens or that happens by being strong and in ourselves and, and loving ourselves and knowing that this moment of hurt doesn't define everything about ourselves, you know, um, it really, it, it makes it so much easier. Everything just flows way easier because we're not clogging ourselves up, you know? I think if you ever do a read with me, I think I'll be the easiest one you will ever do. <laughs> go, actually, going back, going to reading, actually, ask this, um, if anything, last question for the night. Um, how do you approach tarot readings? You know, what is, I know. Yeah. I, I, that's, I a, that's, a good, that's a good question because I was just asking her about that. I think the yeah. best, the easiest reading that you ever do will be on me. Because I'm really, <laughs> whatever, I'm so readable, bro. People just see through me like right away. Um, how do I approach tarot readings? Well, I um, I sit down. And uh-huh. I take my tarot cards out. Um, I so I first um, I guess I'll just bring you guys through the step by step process. First, I'll create like um, an energetic bubble, right? I'll, I'll like through like visualizations. There's there's all sorts of ways that you can do it. Everyone has their own style. I'll create like an energetic bubble. I basically set the space, right? Because you only want to be talking to who you want to talk to when it comes to spirits. You don't want any, you know, other whatever rascals coming into the space. <laughs> and, um, and so you set the space. Uh, I, you know, ask my guides to help me be a, a clear channel, to help me connect and to help me say the necessary words for the other person to, to hear and receive the messages that they need to hear and receive because language is really important, you know, to speak their language so that they receive these things. And then I, I visualize that if they're not in front of me or, you know, I'll, I'll just feel into the person's energy. Cause I do a lot of my tarot readings remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you feel into their energy. Maybe I'll like say their name a couple of times in my head and really visualize them. I'll call in their spirit guides, their guardian angels. Um, those are usually the main ones I call in. And then whatever else I feel wanting to come in, maybe mm-hmm. ancestors, um, higher selves, sometimes, um, sometimes other other f- figures, like, um, you know, maybe some archangels, like wh- wh- whoever I hear kind of like knocking, mm-hmm. being like, we have a message for this person. And I'll, I'll let them enter the space. And then I'll kind of be like, you know, so a lot of times um, they'll show me visualizations of them. I'll feel different energies with them. Um, they'll kind of show me a read on the person's energy. Uh, sometimes some of them start like channeling messages right away, but usually I'm like, okay, like let's get started. Thank you for coming. Whatever. I talk with them a little bit. And then I start pulling cards on um, either a general reading or, you know, specific questions that the person has. And I'll, um, I'll read about the tarot cards because I'm sorry, I have not memorized all like 80 tarot cards, including their reversals. So it's like 160 to remaining. So I will like look at them and then I'll like read about the tarot cards. I'll, I'll see the messages. And then I feel in intuitively to what they want to say and like what they're trying to say. And usually there's one universal message throughout all the cards that are being pulled. And you can really give someone like a good reading okay. on what their guides are trying to say. And sometimes like separate messages outside of the cards will come in. Like for Selena, when I do readings for her, 
her ancestors are super hard in there. Like they almost always it's just her ancestors talking. And they're all like in like red and these headdresses and it's like a whole I think party. about them all the time. Yeah, After- strong female ancestral energy. So yeah. whenever I'm down, I think of them. I think of like, okay, like Talia says I have I have these really strong ancestors or yeah. spirit guides and I really need to like I have to be just like them. <laughs> I or not just like them, but like, I can't disappoint them. them. There you go. But honestly, I, I always feel like I'm like, I can't disappoint them. I got to just pull through because they're watching me right now and they're badass and I got to be badass too. <laughs> I don't know. It's something I tell yeah, myself. So and like, I actually like, I, I know Dahlia has actually done a couple of my readings and like, they're always so helpful in the moment. And every now and then, like, I'll go back to them when I need them, mm-hmm. I guess, you know? And I'll text her randomly. I'm like, thank you so much for reading. Oh. It really helped. It really like Time resonated with me. Text me that it always came at just the right time where I'd be feeling like doubtful about myself or like doubting whatever. And I- I've literally been like, I just need to know that I'm doing the right thing with my life. And then Selena will be like, your readings are so important to me. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's I'm like, so helpful, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I really do appreciate you like just being there and like so helpful like I feel like just talking to you I don't know like I said ever since like sophomore year I always felt like talking to you just helps me be okay or like be more stable and I feel like it's because you ground me you know you're like (laughs) you ground me I'm just like I'm a Gemini I'm just like oh I'm a woo it's really funny Noelle is also a Gemini oh really so two Gemini's and Charlie Gemini oh my god Charlie (laughs) we don't know yet but we're just a house full of I mean apartment full of Gemini's so we're just like what's your mood your mood's Gemini too right and then my rising Scorpio so it's like I don't know. We gotta figure it out. She's she's not into the zodiac thing. She's just like she's like. Mm. I will say, Daniel, you have a guide, and he's very jungly. It's very green and jungly. Oh, really? That's what you see? Yes. Mm, I can see that. I can see that. Now yeah. you had to do a reading with me, bro. Like, you know. Definitely. Actually, now talking about readings, would you like to tell the viewers, or not the viewers, well, the listeners, where they can reach you or look um look yeah. up products or your services i'm gonna do it yeah um so my website is heartandkettle.com and my instagram is also heart and kettle and the facebook page is also heart and kettle um a lot of the stuff and a lot of the information is on my website but right now i think for my herbal tea blends i only have the chakra teas up there i came out with like 16 new chakra or not chakra 16 new tea blends and I got product photos done with them and the photographer is like editing them. And so I'm just like, it's pending uploading all that stuff. Um, so, but on my Instagram, I just made a post of like the full um, herbal menu, if you will, of the teas, as well as like, I offer sample boxes for teas. Wow. And um, I, obviously I'm also doing custom smoke blends now because people have been reaching out to me about smoke blends, herbal um, smoke blends. And I also do just like custom one-on-one, uh, like I do free herbal consultations and I do uh, a consultation where I can give you like your own custom blend for whatever you're looking for, whether it's to connect with a certain spiritual energy or if it's for like mental health or emotional health or for physical health. I actually just sent tea to someone who got um, 
they they had their hip replaced. They're an older yogi, and oh. he just had hip surgery, and so no I like did a custom blend for him, for you know like helping him heal and everything. And I'm also this is like in the works, but I'm gonna be making tinctures, and I'm, I'm also gonna be making salves, like body um, kind of balms, just all all the different methods of ways to get plants in your body <laughs> to help. Oh, that's you. beautiful. Um, yeah, cause cause not everyone has the time to like sit down and brew a cup of tea, and so like something like a tincture where it's you know like drops like a, a dropper, and if you take it like a vitamin, like you know in the morning and in the evening, and it really it's a quick and easy way to That's get dope. herbal medicine. But um, yeah, so you can find me on my website, Instagram is you know where I'm posting the most, and Facebook and all that stuff. So and if somebody wants to get a reading, they will just go through your Instagram, right? Um, yeah, you can DM me on my Instagram or um, on my website. There's like, you know, like my contact information there. You just email me about uh, a tarot reading. Um, and there's like a, a tab that basically details the reading. And because I offer half hour times as well as an app, or maybe I do 45. I think I do half hour times. Um, I think I always accidentally go over. It's hard. I mean, it's really hard. To I, I had a long it. life. You might need like 30 45 minutes for me yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there's also hour-long sessions with like you know the rates and i again everything's remote and it's actually easier for me to just record the reading and do it on my own because then i can just sit and meditate and connect with your guides and do all that and then i'll upload the reading onto like a google drive and share it with you or i'm thinking of using like we transfer because Google Drive takes forever to upload things. Um, so, yeah, so I, I if like, somebody wants to do a reading, um, do you uh, FaceTime with them to actually um, get a reading, or do you do I, it like how do you do I that? I can FaceTime and uh, do that if they want. A lot of times, though, I literally just record the reading because you don't need to like be there or be present. You can connect energies, energy. You can connect with it remotely. You know. Um, and I'll record the reading and I'll just send them the files of the recorded reading. That way they can listen to it whenever they have the time to. And I'll have a lot of people that like, they'll listen to it repeatedly and at different moments. Mm -hmm. And that way also they have like a saved video file so that, you know, they can just go back. Go to back it into it. Have you ever yeah. thought of like doing your own uh, podcasts about this in particular area? So me and my best friend Kaylee, who is also uh, basically a witch in the woods with me, she's a Reiki practitioner. She's getting her yoga teacher certification, really? and she's also a psychic tarot reader. Um, I, we were actually just at like a coffee shop earlier today, be like talking about like star seeds and aliens and higher consciousness, oh dimensional traveling. All the time, me and Kaylee are like. I'm like, oh, you were with me in my dream. We were doing this. And Kaylee's like, yes. And we were here and blah, blah, blah. And we like, will have the same dreams because we're like astral traveling. <laughs> Yo, I have dreams like that. Like, that's, <laughs> you, you should do a, another episode with us and talk about dreams. Mm. Uh, because really? I have dreams like that all the time when I connect with people. And then I see them the next day. And yeah. I feel like I just saw the same scene in my dream. And some of these clips are the same thing that I'm just leaving at the moment. Yeah. Which yeah. is a trip, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever you have time, I know it's like kind of like it's 
pressing on time right now, but um, we could do another, like a part two and talk about dreams and how they work. I would love that. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'll be, I'll, it'll be interesting to bring your friend as well. <laughs> but honestly, it's so much fun. Like for me, like just having people over and talking to them, it's like, oh my God, it's so fascinating to hear, you know, what goes behind the scenes, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like just our last episode was actually with a cook, mm-hmm. our chef, you know, well, I, to me, he's like a chef. And he, like, just talked so much about his own practice. And I'm like, wow, like, I would have never imagined this. Like, I don't know yeah. much about this. Like, I felt quite enlightened. So mm-hmm. to have people come over is awesome. So definitely a part two for a lot of these people, actually. I would, I would love to yeah. have a podcast about dreams. We yeah, absolutely actual travel in our dreams because I have literally had the same dreams with people. I actually have met people, like, new people in my dreams and met them later. And that, like, I, there's this one woman, I'm on, sorry, I know we're pressed for time, but just a <laughs> tiny side story. Um, I, I was on this uh, Facebook kind of, like, forum, and it's this, like, spiritual forum of, like, a local community that I'm in. And uh, I had this dream, super spiritual dream, whatever, all this creative stuff was happening, blah, blah, blah. They, like, opened these dimensions, and they were showing me these portals, also the whole thing. And the next day I got tagged in a post on this like forum um, with these different spiritual practitioners. And is this woman who I wasn't even friends with her on Facebook. I didn't know her. And she was like, um, I think I met and she like tagged me Dahlia uh, in my dream last night. You were doing this, this and that. And, and she knew of me because we have a mutual friend. And she was like, you're doing this. And I was talking to you about this. And we, sh- I showed you this like portal and it opened up, blah, blah, blah. And I was, I commented, I was like, yes, that did happen. You were showing me blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah. And then we, and we like both had the exact same dream. And no shit. In the astral plane. Yeah. And my friends all the freaking time, me and my close friends will have the exact same dreams together. Like the exact same dreams. That is um, so crazy. Yeah, a lot of beautiful dreams. Spirit, like I've had it where I'm dreaming and literally spirits like come through the walls into the dreams, deliver like a crazy message to me, and then just like leave. And then I wake up and I'm like, like what just happened? <laughs> Have you ever had a dream um, that you're falling and you wake up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times when we're falling asleep originally, like initially, right? That happens to me a lot. Really? And I and I fall and I just automatically wake wake up, and during the day, at work I will I will fall on my ass and I remember <laughs> that dream for some reason. <laughs> I was like, it was a warning you were gonna fall on your ass. <laughs> what, what you were saying with like time, like you'll have a dream and then the next day it'll happen. I mean, like time is flat and we travel in our dreams, and so in your dream you could absolutely be seeing another point in time that you've yet to experience. You know. Or the past, or going into different timelines, different dimensions. Edibles, before you go to sleep, will fucking bring that light into mm-hmm. you right right away. I'm telling you. It's a whole different world. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But, Dalia, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. It was, it was a pleasure meeting you. And I was going to say in person, but it's not in person. But uh, it was a pleasure okay, meeting you. It's close to being in person, honestly. Yeah, I mean, she's here next to me, so pretty yeah. close. To it was yeah. a pleasure meeting you. Uh, I hope uh, I hope you, you like talking to both of us. I, I'm pretty sure you like yes. talking to Selena. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure um, 
everybody's going to get a lot from this episode. And I hope we can do a part two. Uh, we can work that out. And it was... If anything, we can have um, Kaylee. Yeah, I was going to just ask you that. I, I was like, talk really about dreams. Awesome. Bring her on, dude, because that will be beautiful because... Kaylee does a lot of dreams too. Kaylee will before bed ask her guides, I want to work this thing out in my dream. And then she has this crazy trip in her dream. Yeah, that'd be great. So shout outs to Katie. Katie. (laughs) You're going to be part of our part two episode about this. Uh, I hope you're down. I'm sorry. So yeah, um, one change I wanted to like mention to our listeners, um, we will be posting an episode every two weeks now. Just for the meantime, um, yeah, schedules, yeah, schedules are a little crazy. So be on the lookout for an episode every two weeks, and we look forward to doing a part two. That'd be amazing. Thank you so much for being here. It, like, it's amazing to have like just just hearing you talk about this. It's like wow. Like I learned. I'm I'm always learning something new about the spiritual world. Whenever like I'm around you, and it's just so like it just kind of enlightens me and i you know i'm pretty sure it's gonna enlighten a lot of us uh, a lot of our listeners and yeah i mean i really wish you good luck and i'm i'm excited for you and for your business i can't wait to see where it goes in the next few years Mm -hmm. i feel like it's booming already so so fast and i'm just excited for you now and thank Thank you so much for being here yeah and i will reach out and i'm interested in getting a reading it'll be the easiest one you ever do (laughs) i promise (laughs) And so with that being said, we have come to the end and we are going to have our song recommendations. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. I, so, Daniel, if you can go first. My phone actually died, so... Um, you want to text him with your mic did you, I, did you send no, me did No, I don't even have a song. Um, honestly... Uh, hmm. I think I have okay. hers. I sent, I sent okay. him your song. Leño um, Verde, right? That's hers. Since you're the guest. I will yes, definitely yes. play yours first. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, How did you oh find out about this song? I, I had such a hard time picking a song because I listen to so much freaking music. And I almost chose a song by Nako and Medicine for the People because he is like my religion. <laughs> but I was like, it's a little too hippie. It's a little too hippie. So um, some beautiful heart music I listen to all the time. It's, it's never too hippie. Andean folk music and mm-hmm. so this song it's it's just an instrumental I feel like in Andean folk music sometimes there's like an <laughs> yeah, yeah oh there you have the voice too but um I listen all the time to like beautiful indigenous South American music it's like for real heart music so I just I wanted to plug some of that in here so oh, let's listen to it
That's that. That's hey, that's really wow. That's beautiful right there. It's it's just so good to vibe too. <laughs> There's it's really good. I feel like more people need to listen to South American folk music. They do, they yeah. do. Yeah. And Selena chose Vicente Garcia. Did and I? I know. Wait, was this? Uh, yeah, but that episode never came out, so it's cool. Oh, we didn't put that episode up, right? No. That was like the accident episode. Your accident I, episode. I have a lot of like. Um, so so, I literally tell Daniel don't post them and then and I always feel bad about it but if if the song is if if the song has been played on an episode definitely let's play this song it's one of my favorites at the moment I don't know it's like a little much You know, I was going to play a song, but since you guys are sticking into the Latin world right there, I'm going to go and choose this song. It's called Evidencias. Kenny Garcia and uh, Arthur Hamilton. Porque te amo Cuando digo que no quiero más de ti Es porque te quiero Más tengo miedo de entregar mi corazón Y confesar que ando toda entusiasmada Yo no puedo imaginar Que va a ser de mí si te perdiera Yo sé que te amo, ya no 
That you guys like the song. I love it. A little sad. <laughs> okay. uh, what a hard opener! Oh, you gotta, dude! You gotta see the actual. I saw it last night on uh, HBO Max. It's like a little uh, special they have, and uh, the dude, like, um, he's a like a great piano artist, and he invited this Latin art, like all these Latin artists, to sing like like a special song for themselves. And he, like, goes into, like, the history of it and whatever. The Latin world. And then he fucking plays the piano. And then these girls just come in and fucking just sing their heart out. And it's just fucking magical seeing these beautiful women fucking do their thing. I was like, whoa. Yo. But anyways, thank you. Thank you for uh, joining us. Thank you for being part of the show. And... Thank you for having me. This was amazing. I loved talking with people. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was it was like a lot of grace with honestly. If if and Selena I, didn't I, put a stop, you know, I could I could talk for like another seven hours. I know me too. You go to sleep. You, you can go. You go to sleep with me. I always feel bad. I'm always like Daniel. Um, um, sir. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. three hours the time yeah. difference yeah. is really like you know it's about to be 11 a.m 11 a.m 11 p.m and so it's like the time difference is like really it's just, about to eight, be eight o'clock over here so you know. nice um you know. but no yeah definitely i look forward to a part two i'm if anything i'll reach out to um kaylee and like ask her if she'd be interested i'm pretty oh, sure so you know her yeah I also oh know her. dope dope yeah. Um, no, she's great. She's super sweet. And so definitely we'll be reaching out to her and to you again and like seeing if we can schedule something in the next few weeks, if anything. It'd be great. Yeah, that um, would be dope. Again, thank you so much, Dahlia. And this is it, guys. Um, be on the lookout for this. Like I just mentioned earlier, um, we will be posting um, a new episode every two weeks now for maybe for the month or so just because of scheduling so yeah you know look out for this episode in the next episode and yeah all the stuff or keep your ears open yeah they're okay yeah. <laughs> well thank you and have a good night guys Bye. peace